I'm Greg Miller from kindoffunny.com and you're listening to Podcast X, Y, and Z. What's up, my people? Yo. Welcome to Podcast X, Y, and Z. What's up? The world's number fun video game podcast, we Media Interactive, it. coming at you with all things Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. I'm Caleb Pearson. What's to up? my right, Andrew Matthew. You know what it is? How are you doing? Pretty good, man. Yeah? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm busy. I'm yeah. so busy. It's been, it's been busy. There is a lot going on. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoy all these things. All these yeah. things are good. That's good. It's just exciting. It's, it's, it's definitely uh, helpful to have good busy and know if you're in good busy times yeah. or bad busy because sometimes busy even makes you forget about what kind of busy you're in. Yeah. And here has been my, my litmus test for the busyness has been one, this podcast. I love yeah. it. It happens every week mm-hmm. and it's so special and I'm so excited to see what happens with it. Who knows what that's going to be. Yeah. The second thing, Andrew, but maybe more regular, my weekly Netflix routine each night after the busyness. Am I watching Breaking Bad to, to successfully rejuvenate? Or am I avoiding responsibility Ooh. and essentially not not being an upright citizen by binge watching Breaking Bad? It's a tough again. question, man. Fourth time going through Breaking Bad. It's tough. Pollos Hermanos, you know what I mean? Pollos Hermanos. But it's been good. I, as I'm watching Netflix, I find myself be like, mm-hmm. it was a successful day. I have earned this. I mean, what about you? How have you found rest? Amidst your, are you, you you would do computer work mostly? Yeah, I do computer work. Rest is standing up. Walking around. That is an interesting point. Um, I have to get active. I have to like change scenery or else I'll go crazy. Yeah. So that's how I find rest. What's up in the chat, guys? Thanks for tuning in. Shout out to our chat watching us live as we if record this Tuesday night at 9. What's we up? also have a handful of patrons, Andrew, we that do. support us over at patreon.com slash media interactive for $1 or $3 a month. Peace. They sign up, commit to being co-creators alongside us. They support us financially a little bit. And we give them all sorts of fun stuff, exclusive stuff, including Podcast Remaster, oh, our monthly podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about TV, movies, faith, everything under the sun. Caleb and Andrew it's behind the time. scenes. Believe it or not, it's more dysfunctional and more wild than this. It is. It, is a, it actually is. Yeah. In a good way, though. It's a more intimate setting. Last time we were laying on the floor. And All we were, bets are off with Remastered. Yeah, it's crazy. You never know. You don't even know you what we talk. It's crazy. Uh, we also do giveaways, Andrew. That, that's my cue. I missed it last. Yeah. So shout out to Sam, our most recent giveaway winner. We finally got your shirt, dude. Don't let him see your address. We oh, finally yeah. got your shirt, dude. It's been forever, but we haven't forgot about you, and we're going to mail it to you, and then it'll eventually get to you. So this is your t-shirt. In here. And our mantra is, hey, if we're going to do a giveaway in a month, why not take an entire month to get it to the guy after he's won it? It's That's only fair. right? we do here. Thanks for bearing with us. We're doing <laughs> what we can. If you're listening to us, we're just holding the t-shirt. But in all seriousness, dude, we don't know you personally, but we love you in every sense of the, uh, the word. Um, thank you so much for supporting us. And you get to rep us and our t-shirt. And if you're, you know what, Caleb? If you're not subscribed to our patron, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, I don't know. I bet there is a dollar. Yeah sitting around somewhere, oh, somewhere that could be thrown our way and you could get a t-shirt and or well you could also enter into five dollar ten dollar xbox giveaways ps4 giveaways it's great it's money <laughs> but all that stuff pours into media interactive where we can come at you with our thoughts on video games and entertainment shout out to those who have supported us in this way and they are as follows josh crowley jonah silas lauren suzanne rosser jake brendan jonathan alex kirby curves ryan your boy sam the t-shirt winner zan the man xander george harry and is Daniel Prindle in the chat? Daniel! I believe he, he already is. had a Breaking Bad I comment. He, is. he already had. No, did he have a Breaking he Bad comment? He said Breaking Bad is incredible. 
Incredible. Incredible. It's an excellent word. Seth, I'll use Seth is in the chat. He said, yeah. Seth is in the chat. Is Roro in the chat? I, guys, <gasps> Roro's been, I don't know. Let the record show. <laughs> Tuesday night, February 19th, 2019 at 9.05. Five PM. minutes into Roro the Roro is not in the chat. He lives in Canada. I don't know <laughs> what's going on up there. But even uh, we have snow and ice coming in. Yeah, and we're so he has we're no here. excuse. Yeah, and we're, we're here. here. So it's not like that's illogical. It's it's yet to be known where Roro is. Yeah. And hopefully by the end of this we'll have some intel, but Roro, we love you. Roro, we love you, dude. <laughs> I miss you a lot. Uh, that's awesome. Andrew, there's a lot to talk about, okay? Yeah. A lot has happened news-wise. Um, but I just wanted to give kind of a, a brief update uh, and address to Media Interactive as a whole. I would love that. Uh, and just say Please. This is awesome. Oh. Uh, amidst the busyness, amidst everything that's going on in my life as far as figuring out what I'm going to do or what job I'm going to have, I don't know those answers. Uh, but what I do know is that I love doing this. Yeah. Um, and recently I've had an opportunity to start writing, um, start getting published, some, some, some journalism towards video games, and that's cool. That's, that's exciting. Th- that's really cool. And, and I feel that's like really cool. I'm, I'm just now stepping into that and figuring out what open doors there could be for Your boy me. is published. Like and That's cute. Yeah, so... I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know where this is going to take me, but you guys have been there like yeah. every step of the way. I know obviously you have personally, so thank you so much for that. Uh, it means the world to me. Amidst all of that, though, Media, Media Interactive is going strong. We yeah. love it. And even though the Full future is a little bit up in the air as far ahead. as how long we can do this, we man, we, we... Well, we're rolling. Yeah, we're rolling. Seth says, big moves, Caleb. We love you, bro. Thank you, Seth. You are the man. Big moves, Episode indeed. 19, dude. We got 20 coming up. We'll talk specifics about episode 20 towards the end of the podcast. But time just flies. Yeah, it does. And you know what the nice thing, though? Hmm. Even how busy we get, how many things, big moves happening, how uh, time flies, we have Tuesday nights just look to. Ugh, it's so Our awesome. time to just talk about video games. The amount of... Finding joy and purpose in life is so important. Mm. And to, to have my faith be able to do that and to have this podcast be able to do that, that is so awesome. Tuesday nights ain't going anywhere. It's, it's, everyone's there. Stay tuned. Except because... Roro, apparently. Oh, wow. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Ah, anyway. Roro, where are you? <laughs> so, Andrew, this weekend I participated in, uh, you know, we're jumping into the story mission. The story campaign. mission. Okay, so I, I have, I have three story missions for podcast X, Y, and Z, and they are actually broken up into Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony because there's okay. so much news. Okay. We have a lot of side quests, a lot of games to talk about, a, a, a listener question I want to address. It's going to be a long one. It's go- you so heard thank it here you guys first. for being here. And just throw out your thoughts. They can be random. They can tie into what we're dealing with, whatever. Or they can be random. Uh, story mission number one is going to be Nintendo. Ooh. First and foremost, I participated in and h- helped host a Super Smash Brothers tournament okay. over the weekend. Look at you. And Published this, this was Smash. sort of a... A, a, a get together gathering of college students a buddy of mine kind of threw it together he was expecting 10 to 15 people he got thousands we got 55 people oh, well. to fit into this college house i brought my switch we had i believe six five or six nintendo switches going that's fun several screens that's fun and then while people were waiting for the tournament style bracket everyone had their switch yeah and that's where i really got to grasp the use of the switch fully yeah, yeah, yeah. While you're waiting for the Switch on the screen, you can have a, a screen for your Switch. Like, it was so cool. It's pretty awesome. Um, and so he had a whole NCAA tourney-style bracket online. You could check it live. Yeah. And so everybody went through it. We, we did doubles and singles. It took about five hours to get through the whole day. That's all um, Me and my doubles partner got smacked. Yeah. Uh, I've said it once. I'll say it again. I love talking about video games <laughs> more than I love being good at playing Was the them. whole thing uh, doubles, or were you, did you do any solo? I, I played one round of solos, but I ended up 
dropping out to run the tournament because oh, we had put ourselves in the tournament and then yeah. no one was running the computer. Oh, so it was wild. But Andrew, it was so much fun. I'm glad. Uh, pictures are up on our Facebook if you still use that. I think I tweeted a picture or two. That's Some good. guy came dressed up as Luigi. Uh, nice. He made me smile. That's it was awesome. super fun. You know what I, that makes me miss? It makes me miss the 360 days where you would go to someone's land parties and all that. Lug in your 360, yeah. find a big old TV to plug it into, and hook them up. Um, but I'm glad that it was fun. The Switch has uh, dominated that field of couch play. Yeah. No, and uh, that won't change. And I'm going on. A, I'm leaving on a plane on Saturday to go to Disney World, and I get to take my Switch with me. That's awesome. I'm Disney excited. World Switch. Yeah, it's good. we'll talk about we'll talk about my endeavors to Disney World. We'll talk about it. Uh, he won the Super Bowl here soon. Um, Daniel says 360 landers. I remember the OG Xbox landers. Yeah, <clears throat> that's true. That's, that's true. like bicep curls with the OG Xbox. I never like hosted one myself. I was like my older cousins would do it, and I would like be a part of it. But I like remember hosting 360 landers. But uh, yeah, dude. I mean the OG Xboxes, man. You just have to lug, and it was a, it was like taking a suitcase. Very big. Taking your car. <laughs> it's an. It looks like an actual suitcase. It looks like yeah, no, a, actually. It almost is the size of an actual like toiletry bag. It's <laughs> yeah. funny. That's insane. And um, the controller mimicked it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. But anyway, that switch that switch is sleek, smooth, and yeah. the tournament ran smoothly. He's gonna start doing it regularly. I got to wear my media interactive shirt, and people were asking me about the podcast. Uh, I got their permission to post pictures and talk about it. It was super sweet. There's a organization called PlayMU at the school JMU. Uh, and the president and vice president of the Gamers Club was in were in the tournament. Okay. So I talked to them a little bit. Um, they have a Discord of like 500 people that I'm now in. Nice. Um, moderating, helping uh, spread the word about us, about games. Nice. And it was cool to talk. My favorite part was not playing in the tournament. It was talking Ooh. to people That's around fun. the tournament. So. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. But uh, you got smacked. Oh, I got smacked. Who did you play as? Toon Link. I mained my Toon Link. Okay. Of course I did. Yeah. But, you know, you're up against these people who... And I'm flocking there because of my media interactive. Yeah. I, I want to do this. I want to continue to do this. Yeah. Other people are like, they hear the word Smash Tournament yeah, and their yeah. ears start twitching. Their eyes dilate. <laughs> you look in some of these dudes in the eye and you're thinking, I don't want to be next to that person. No, no you don't want to be anywhere near I them. certainly don't want to be on their team so as to let them down. So they were Just, winning. They were doing very well. It was fun to watch. I'll tell you that. I think that if it was probably Mario Kart, you would have smacked. Dude. <laughs> I would have smacked yeah, in Mario Kart. You're really Kart. nice. If anyone can challenge Caleb at Mario Kart, I would love to see that happen. Because Hit me up online. I play Mario Kart online quite a bit. He's quite good. Uh, Mario Party, too. You'd think it's all luck, and you're right. But somehow the cards tend to fall my way. I don't want to talk about it. I take those more personal than anything. Because they're so long, and I just have to invest in my own self. And then... It's humbling. Yeah. Andrew, <laughs> Nintendo news that doesn't have anything to do with me. Okay. Nintendo Direct was last week. I'd never heard of that until you mentioned it to me. Those words? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That brings up a good point. If you're in the chat, what do you think of the Nintendo Direct slash do you know what that is? <laughs> do you know what Nintendo Direct is? It's a 35-minute presentation, pre-recorded, mm-hmm. super official, Nintendo revealing stuff. Everything. Games, announcements, whatever. They have inf- infamously been called mini E3s for Nintendo. Okay. It's their... It's, it's their, always the same time of the year? It's their press. No. Oh. Three to four times a year they do oh, them. Oh, Okay. And then they just release them online. It's a Twitch stream. It's a whatever. It's a Nintendo has released this YouTube video. So people watch and react, and that's how we get announcements. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. The industry loves it. So because you, you regularly watch them? I will watch them when they come up, yeah. Nice. Um, and it's not hard to do. It's you know 35 minutes, three times a year, whatever. But because of the 24-7 news and the Sony pulling out of E3 and the 
these these conferences are now be there in person to enjoy what's on the show floor mm-hmm. or have your own controlled news story. Yeah. Why share a stage and have all these announcements mingle if you can own it? Yeah, that's true. Um, so Nintendo did that. Um, and so I want to talk about what they what they revealed and what they talked about. And then I just want to talk to you a little bit about Direct. So first of all, Super Mario Maker 2 was revealed. This cool. was cool. Yeah, that's cool. Are you, are you familiar with Mario Maker and all I that? I am. Okay. So I never played the first one. But I, I would, I would see people make stages and like you know publish them or, or compete for the best stage or whatever. Really cool. They added a lot of stuff to it. Effectively, what Mario Brothers three was to mm. original Mario Bros. This game is the first Mario yeah. Maker. Daniel says he's really interested in Mario Maker two. It looks super cool, and especially if you put time into it as a creator. Yeah, for sure. To produce stages for other people because yeah. that's fun to say I made a Mario level, yeah, and that's, that's cool. why it took off originally on the Wii U. But everyone's saying now, it's it. And so as far as the direct is concerned, this was big because because the Switch is so successful, Andrew. People are worried they're just going to remaster the Wii U games, Ooh. which is is great in theory, but there's nothing new. Yeah, but this blew that, that out of the water. Oh yeah. So yeah. when it said Super Mario Maker, everyone's like, "Hooray!" But Dang. then when it said two, yeah, and saying, "No, this is flipped. new," it was cool. That's really cool. Uh, second big thing from this Nintendo Direct was Link's Awakening was revealed. A new what? What? That's the game. Oh, have you heard of that game before? No. What? Okay. What is this? Uh, Daniel, help me out here a little bit. Uh, Link's Awakening, I believe, is an older game. It's a, it's a it's a Zelda franchise game. Okay. The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening came out in 1993 for the Game Boy. Oh wow! And so it's it's remastered, uh, but not remastered. It's like rebooted, yeah. basically. And so that was the reveal. Reveal. End of the direct trailer, cinema into the play style, and it looks really good. Dang man! Yeah, go ahead, Nintendo. Yeah, wow, I'm shocked. That was the that was the virality tweet, like the tweet of substance was Nintendo has revealed Link's Awakening. Wow, because people that watch directs, obviously Nintendo, obviously reminiscent about the '90s. Yeah. it's back. Daniel says he never played Link's Awakening. I only played an N64 forward Zelda games. Okay, yeah, and I'm in the same boat. I didn't play it either, but I could tell something was special about it the way it was presented. Dang, that's crazy. And then that's people awesome. reacted very well. That's yeah. awesome. Seth says I saw the IGN comparison. Crazy stuff. Exactly. The comparison is cool to see. Man, I gotta watch this stuff. And we've been wanting that for a while. Yeah. Not just remasters, but you know, Pokemon is sort of have has been doing it. Yeah. But now it's like this is what it was when it was a 2D. 8-bit to boom. It's pretty awesome. It's very cool. Very awesome. So all in all, Andrew, successful direct. But what do you think about that model of Nintendo interacting with their consumers in that way? I like it a lot. And I like it because um, live shows are awkward and goofy. (laughs) And there's like inherent nature of like you don't take it seriously. I think where where I would even say just any video game company thrives is video presentation. And we don't... I mean like we've loved talking about Phil Spencer and we love talking about these like greg miller like these figures in in the scene but at the same time like xbox sony nintendo being on stage doing something is eh, it's always a cringe fest nintendo yeah. for them to direct just play you their announcements i love it i think it like hits at everything that they need to be doing and they hit at nostalgia with Link's awakening they hit at you know bringing new games with mario maker 2 i wish that xbox would do it more i know they have that show Inside Xbox, exactly. But I, I wish that it was more regular. And that or was exactly what I was going to bring up with you is that that is still where you're at with it. Of you can't even quite remember the name of it, and you're just kind of saying like Inside Xbox. Yeah. How often is that? Blah yeah. blah blah. Because one, you're absolutely right. We do have Inside Xbox, 
but it's janky. Yeah, right, exactly. And you can't really tell. And what's interesting about Inside Xbox is it is, I believe, it's monthly at least. It might even be bi-weekly or something. But that basically means, Andrew, month- if yeah. nothing's going on, it's full of crap. Yeah. Nintendo Directs wait until they have something to reveal. And what was cool about this last Direct is it was the longest time period from the last Direct. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Basically saying... In between these directs has been Smash Brothers, has yeah. been all this stuff. So what's to come? They tease yeah. new DLC for Smash. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple of new Yoshi games, That's you cool. know, the cute, silly Nintendo stuff, which was good. That's cool. Um, I love the Nintendo Direct, though, and you made a great point about just the stage and all the variables there. Mm-hmm. You're not going to slip up in yeah, a pre-recording. Exactly. If you do, you edit. Exactly. You control everything. Right. The camera, the think, news, the focus, the edits, the whatever. Um, and it... it, it I think it's actionally personal yeah, a little yeah. bit. The I, way Nintendo yeah. does it makes you feel important. Nintendo always does that, though. They know yes, how to make true. presentations familial. They make you feel like they are just talking to you and like hugging your like younger cousin and being like, we want to give this game to them. It's it's always been a family experience with and Nintendo. And there's no sales figures, Andrew. Yeah, right. There's no economical yeah. lingo. Yeah. Whereas every E3 stage or every intro conference is, here's our quarterly blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then people are using very in my mind, emotionally driven words like Apex and Call of Duty to just mean numbers on an Excel yeah. chart. And I'm just like, yeah. you, you, you well-dressed exec are not vibing with me right now. Right, no, Nintendo true. does vibe. They and do, that's they very do well. cool. Daniel says, I like the Direct, but I kind of miss the huge event they kind of miss with E3. They always have an E3 Direct, but it doesn't feel as impactful in my opinion. And that's a great point, and he's absolutely right. In that concentrated circle of E3, People are literally like, oh, that's right, there's a Nintendo Direct. Mm -hmm. But because of the medium of the Direct being an upload to YouTube, Mm -hmm. guess how many YouTube videos are uploaded Mm. on an E3 day? (laughs) Everything from excerpts to everything. And that's why I'm excited to go to E3 this summer because Microsoft is going to be very present and own it. And it will be a game on the floor, show floor. If you're there, it's worth it kind of thing. So it'll be interesting to see what, you know, does Nintendo have any presence? Yeah, right. Just because they don't have a news presence does not mean they lack an E3 presence. Mm-hmm. But just at what at what capacity is that going to manifest um, itself? Does Sony have anything similar? So, no. Mm-hmm. Um, that is what it makes it more intriguing is Sony... We don't know when we're going to hear from them next. Yeah. He spoke at Dice Summit. We talked about that last week. Uh, Sean Layden did. But we don't know what Sony's going to do. Okay. And they normally have a PlayStation experience in the fall. Okay. So everyone's kind of would place their chips there. Everything's up in there, though, kind of? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yep, especially because releases for Last of Us and all that stuff. No one knows what Sony's going to do. But Nintendo, this was good because no one knew what they were going to do until now. But now we, get, now we get release dates. I think Luigi's Mansion 3 is coming. I don't really know. It wasn't in the direct, per se. Yeah. As you're moving on uh, with uh, Story Mission 1 of Nintendo, Nintendo has seemingly revived Scalebound. Ooh! Do you remember this game? I do. I was really excited, and I was actually really bummed. It was and I, canceled. I was probably excited <laughs> alongside you. So me and Tommy were, um, and it's been awesome for me to start to explore writing yeah. and and trying to be an editor and maybe you know get articles out there and cover news yeah. in a in in terms of literature yeah. beyond a podcast. I, I just I'm so thankful to explore the different options I have. So if you this don't, news is so cool. If you don't know Scalebound. I will just sum up the trailer. Go I go watch the trailer because it's super awesome. I just remember seeing dragons mm-hmm. and then seeing characters with headphones on jamming to music. And then that was like the what I remembered. And I was just like, 
my mind was blown. I was like, that is awesome. This was before I knew anything about Monster Hunter World and like sure. big creatures. Yeah. Um, so see, seeing Scalebound was like dragons, music, fun. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, I'm sold. And then I heard it was canceled and I got really sad. And But it's revived, maybe. This game was revealed 2013. Okay. Man, that's so when, long That's ago. when the Xbox One came out. Wow. So talk about hype. Yeah, for sure. And I remember thinking, this is an ARPG, and I love it. Yeah. It's an American role-playing game. Because yeah. the JRPGs, the Final Fantasies and stuff, I don't vibe with. But this is like that. It yeah. sort of plays like that, looks like that. But it actually seems like something I could get behind. Mm-hmm. And I was very disappointed in it, in it being canceled, especially the way it was canceled. It was a slow bleed yeah. of... Did they have a video out for it? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember um, that too. Man. There was a there was a Gamescom demo 2015. Yes. Yes. There was an E3 trailer 2016, and then January or February 2017, abruptly Sad. completely canceled. We want our dragons. Anyway, news is good now. Nintendo has seemingly revived it. Now this was Ooh. rumored. I, I it was only a rumor, but it seems very strong now. Everyone's confirming it. Um, I have no problem saying it's actually a thing. Which is cool. That's very cool. That Nintendo has picked up a what was once a dead Microsoft first party, and is now it's coming to the Switch. Yeah. This is happening on the coattails of Xbox Live going to Switch. Yeah. Which I know is an interface going to Switch. It's not your games yet, necessarily. Yeah. But it's still pretty big. But within the last six months, two things that Microsoft owned, created, and built are now going to be native on your Nintendo Switch. Ooh. That is so cool. Yeah, that's very cool. And I am all for this if it means a game is not dead. Yeah, same, 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 same. Daniel says, Scalebound on Switch is going to be interesting to watch. The time they showed actual gameplay on Xbox One, it didn't have great performance frame rate-wise. And that's probably a reason why it probably tanked. He is right about that. Trailers were awesome. Gameplay was, it was actually awful. Yeah. Uh, Watching it, it was broken and janky. Yeah. And instead of not showing it, which they, man, they should have done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I think companies are learning, keep your mouth shut until it looks good. So interesting, man. But the they basically showed it and were like, we know it's a little messed up now, but it'll be good one day. And it was just <laughs> kind of weird. And then, uh, and again, I don't know how, I, I tried to figure out how long was it in development before they re- revealed it in 2013. Yeah, it's hard to say. Because I wanted to gravitate towards, dang, they revealed it in 2013 then spent four years working on it, and then canceled it. But no, it had to have been more than four years. Oh, yeah. It had to have been, gone back. So to think 360, Xbox 360 technology <laughs> started the blueprints for that game, and now it's jumping two generations ahead yeah. to a Nintendo console. Sheesh. Very weird. Very weird. Um, Very weird. And these long dev times, man. But again, this is experimentation, yeah. and I love it. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm I'm all for it. I'm so, all for it. Yeah. I don't know when or I mean it, yeah, it's, it's just it, a rumor. So Gamescom is in March. Yeah. Nintendo will talk about it then. Yeah. Or somebody will talk about it then. And it might be Microsoft. Microsoft is going to talk talk about Xbox Live in March at Gamescom Yay. coming to the Switch. Cuz you remember last week when we talked about that it was kind of yeah. like this was barely rumored and then right. they were like, "Yeah." Yeah. So more information will come as far as what will remain an Xbox identity and what was. Daniel says it was revealed E3 2014. From what I've read, it's been in development since 2013. Okay, that, that's, that sounds right. I believe you. That makes sense. Um, yeah. And actually, he's definitely right because E3 2013 was console reveal. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Okay, cool. Um, but anyway. Wild timelines. Yeah, to think it's a 2020 Switch game is insane. Yeah, that's... <laughs> 
Um, mind blowing. Yeah, mind blowing. But, but I'm all for it. <laughs> bring it, man. If it, if this is the only way it's gonna exist, exactly. By all means, exactly, exactly. I, I think the only way to react negatively would be, oh, like why go to Nintendo? Because uh-huh. guess what? The alternative is the trash can. So, bring it. Experiment. We throw, want it. Throw the again. If you're sitting on an idle first party, try selling it. <laughs> Or making it do yeah. something. Yeah, and I always, I we even from the beginning of this podcast, uh, talking about Nintendo, still really wanting to see out of the Switch something other than Mario, Pokemon, Smash. Like wanting to yeah. see a big title. And I know there's a lot out there, and I know there are people that are like, there are plenty of Switch games, and I'm with you. But something like Scalebound that has been teased and shown, and is a big out there game coming to Switch just gives me a lot of excitement yeah. for Nintendo and for Switch and the possibilities of what they what could happen. And I want to see better games like that. Right now, the biggest selling point for the Switch is not realistic games. Mm-hmm. So I would like to... I mean, I don't mean realistic in terms of nonfiction, but I just mean like non-Mario games. Yeah, um, so right, exactly. It should be good. Yeah. Number two, Andrew, our second story mission. We're on to the second campaign Microsoft. Mission. Woo! Okay. Check on Nintendo. If you have a side quest or anything about Nintendo... Yes, please let us know. We'll, we'll go back. You know what I mean? I'm not too worried. Well, and I'm worried. You're, <laughs> You're like, oh, I hate talking about Nintendo. I can't do it any longer. I don't play it. Just want to hear Microsoft. <laughs> Just get me to Microsoft. Microsoft, here we go. First item in the second story mission of Microsoft for today's campaign. Xbox Games Sale Dash Huge. That's what I wrote That's in our plan. I'm going to click this article. Click it. Bunch click of it sales. Ticket. Bunch of sales. I heard Red Dead is... Half off. Or something wild. There's something, I think it's like 30... Once 30. IGN decides to load, I'll tell you. Well, but it's in the still... meantime, I think Red Dead is super discounted. Xbox One <laughs> X with a small piece of, of poop on the inside of it is four hundred dollars. Oh, oh! In parentheses says Fallout seventy six bundle. That's right. That's right. Okay, that's, How, that's not a sale. That's, that's so it's Fallout yeah, seventy six for free means nothing. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, Destiny two Forsaken Complete Collection sixty bucks. That's noticeable. Far Cry five is fifteen dollars. We're gonna talk about New Dawn here in a little bit. Far Cry five is fifteen. $15. That's a big old game too. Not a forty dollar New Dawn. Man, these a, sales. A $60, man. They, yeah. These sales speak to me. I'm Red Dead Redemption sales. two is forty dollars and nineteen cents. A, I was wrong. It's not half off. I'll own up to it. B, that is stupid. Yeah. Who's sitting there thinking forty nineteen? Well, um, whatever. Maybe there's an algorithm. Make it forty bucks. Make it thirty nine ninety nine. They like want the rest their, of the world. They want their nineteen. It's that cents. cowboy currency, man. The gold bars. I'm telling you, the gold bar uh, exchange rate. It's ah, weird. Yeah, whatever. Tim J says that was a solid Far Cry game. Man, you're making Tim, it hard for me. Right. Tim, I'm gonna address your uh, excellent listener question towards the end about what we can get. In making terms it of hard for me to resist these. Far Cry deals. five, fifteen dollars. Whew, that's crazy. Seth um, says two campaign missions, thirty minutes in. This sounds like a long stream to me, boys. I told you. <laughs> I told you. We got stuff to talk about. Um. Uh, Andrew, Thronebreaker The Witcher Tales, $23. Do you remember that? No. I, I believe, definitely could be wrong, that this is that Witcher game we got excited about. Took one glance at it. It was a weird top-down, oh, stupid... I think I do remember that. I think you're right. Maybe it's good? Maybe it's completely different from what I, I'm saying? Listen, I'll be honest. It's probably not, it's probably not good. We'll just go right past that. <laughs> it's a, it, it's it's uh, bolded here on sale for twenty three dollars. Okay. So it's worth at least that. It's worth at least for the. For, uh, clearly, we're not going to sell that to you. Yeah. Uh, but point being, Xbox gamers, if you do not have experience with the massive fall twenty eighteen that we just had, do it. Red Red, Red Dead, Dead forty bucks. <laughs> come on. Should we come can on? We, can we jump to our side quest about Red Dead? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, on, yeah, online. yeah, do that. Um, so I wanted to talk about Red Dead Online being super buggy still. Yeah. And all the promises about Red Dead Online being Red Dead Online. Not just, just Rockstar. Here's oh. where Red Dead Online launched. Uh, audio listeners, my hand is in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Our expectations were of Red Dead were way above that. <laughs> Reality, still, slow decline in performance. Oh, man, it's declining. The player base is very small. And you know what the sad part is? I just this is all I wanted to say about the side quest, Caleb. Okay, is it's what like a hundred gigs download? Am I right? Am I right about that? It's like a hundred. It's like pretty significant. It's closer to a hundred than it is to zero. Right. I'll bet money on that. So I had this moment, and you know, you guys listening, you guys watching, know that Red Dead Online is or Red Dead is a big game for us. I had this moment, and I thought, should I delete the game to save space? And that moment, I realized where I'm at with the game. And so that I didn't know you said that. How dare you? But I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a great point. I might delete it too. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, isn't that... I mean... So, yeah. to be fair, the side quest is actually... There's a massive update coming to fix all the crap. Yes, right. No, which is good. Good news. But I'm done reporting on preemptive good news as far as Red Dead Online is concerned. I, I hope... Yeah. Here's, here's where I'm at. Dude, I do I'm, not need an article to convince me to play this game. Uh-huh. I need... To feel left out. Yeah. From our group me, from our games, from these people watching live yeah. or listening later on. Yeah. I want them to be experiencing a Red Dead element that yeah. I am not. And yeah. considering how you and I feel about that game and the campaign, right. if we are not playing Red Dead Online, right. guess who else isn't? Right. I'd right. put money that yeah. nobody in the chat yeah. right now yeah. is playing Red Dead Online. Plus, for me, it's important because the campaign was so good, playing online makes me just sad. So it just like it affects the situation because yeah. I'm like, I wish I was riding my horse as Arthur Morgan. And I, and I remember the feeling of, now I get to be myself. Yeah. I don't uh, want to be I myself. Don't, I don't want to be it at all. I want to be Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. Red Dead 2 is 110 gigabytes for Xbox One X with 4K textures. I played about an hour of Red Dead Online. Yeah, dude. I played like 45 minutes. Dude, I played eight hours, and it was fun, but it, that was it. Like, that's like peak. You're drained. You're drained. And the update is good. They're adding more story to the online. That's good. But... Eh, too little, too late, in my opinion. Yeah. You had a Christmas window, Rockstar. A Christmas window that I think you might have failed to capitalize on, especially with the delay of online in general. Online was delayed a tier, and then Battle Royale was delayed a tier. And as of this week, as of yesterday, the vice president of Rockstar left. Left. Gone. Has been there since the beginning. Bye-bye. <laughs> and when he left, he said, if I was running things, they would only do Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead. Not all this other stuff they're working on. He said it. Guess what? what I said. could I could uh, look up the article and quote, you know, some journalist, but I'm not going to. You can take take my word or leave it, whatever. But that's cool. Yeah. The cool news. I wouldn't say it's cool and happy for Rockstar. Right. But interesting. That's interesting for sure. And if you allow me to rabbit hole for a second, please do. Um, your comment about wanting to feel left out. You know what I thought about also. Call of Duty Black, Black Ops 4. I thought about Blackout in the same way. I thought about no article because if you guys are not aware, or if you are aware, a new update is coming to Call of Duty Black Ops 4. I always want to say Call of Duty Blackout, but I can say that anyways. Um, heists are coming, loot boxes are coming, a big update, Mustangs in the map, and all these different things. And I thinking, this, as you were saying that about Red Dead Online, I thought, no article can get me to play Blackout again. It's, it's, o- it's only going to be if everyone, if all the... 20 millions of people yeah. playing Apex. I, I would need to walk past a Twitch stream of Blackout and be like, what the heck is that? Yeah. I would basically, and bear with me here, need to mistake it for Apex for a second. <laughs> um, 
The truth has yeah. just spoken. I was going to say something uh, cool and insightful, and I totally forget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> it's easy to think Rockstar's immune uh-huh. to the drama. Right. Oh, that's very true. That's a very good point. But it's very good. Their online sucks, and their VP's gone. Yeah. That's a one-two hit. Yeah. So And they had a great campaign, but hey, if you don't have a full game, like, what are you doing out here? Yeah. What's the future of that game, or any other game at that point? Yeah. But anyway, I I bet you more people are playing Grand Theft Auto Online than Red Dead Online. Oh I, no, I I guarantee. I think you. I bet it's twenty times the amount. Yeah. I would bet money it's twenty and times so the amount. I, I I just think like yeah yeah yeah. That's just Grand Theft Auto Six. Get your pre-orders in. You'll be twenty-eight when the time it comes out. But you'll be fifty-five. I mean, I'm already excited for GTA Six. I mean yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, Xbox game sale check them out there's a bunch out there I just said the bolded ones because I didn't care about all the others but Andrew let's move on to another Xbox game that we played an hour-ish of Crackdown 3 Crackdown 3 gets reviewed poorly slash Game Pass implications what I mean by that is well the game's not super great yeah but because it's on Game Pass it's pretty great yeah (laughs) and there are two ways to define great yeah Give me your thoughts after um, 30 minutes of multiplayer. Sorry, Tim J has a question okay, yeah, to do, us no, about yeah, it. Because I had a comment about Red Dead, and he said, is it not a full game with just the campaign? I think that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a fair Is he talking about Red Dead? Yeah, because I said, if you have a good campaign, but you don't have a good full game, then what's the point? And he said, isn't oh. it a full game? Oh, yeah, no. Oh, he, so he's talking to your, yeah, your yeah, talking yeah. point? Okay, yeah. yeah no, I, I am, and again, the reason I'm so skeptical of online is because I don't consider it. Yeah canon yeah no no yeah our red dead experience was bam yeah and they launched it as such yeah no totally i'm 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 with you and i didn't mean like yeah affects the full game i think for me going forward it just shows like where their eggs are and why how can you have a really good campaign and then just you know just as a full company putting their efforts to something it just seems not so good going forward but and again the recipe now for successful games is ongoing content right yeah but gta does a good job of having established online red dead's not there yet so we'll see yeah but as far as single player multiplayer is concerned crackdown 3 is launched and and has had those two separate components they're kind of separate games you click on them separately you download them separately so weird and thus they are reviewed separately yeah they're getting fives and sixes out of tens you had a question for me right maybe threes and fours yeah well you we just played played a half hour multiplayer and the intro to the campaign what are your thoughts yeah, Tim says, I kind of like Crackdown 3. And that's where it's kind of being in the situation of, like, it's getting reviewed poorly, but a lot of people are just saying, like, I like the crappiness. <laughs> like, it's a mediocre game, and, like, I think you can find a lot of enjoyment from a mediocre game. I mean, my standards are very low because I paid nothing for it. Um, I loaded in. We played a lot more Wrecking Zone than I did campaign. I, I can pretty much guarantee you I won't play the campaign again. Um, I, I think that the the wrecking zone, so before when I was really skeptical was because we watched IGN play it, and it just looked really weird with the line of sight, and it looked like buildings were weird, but playing it, it feels a lot better. I, I'll say, from my perspective, yeah. it, it plays a lot better than it looks. Um, it plays very powerful. Um, the buildings, you do feel you do feel accomplished when you like blow something up, and I, and I felt powerful jumping and blasting and locking on. I think the line of sight thing is, is hard because in a moment that you were someone was right next to you and you were going for the head, and you, you couldn't, couldn't let me. Yeah, and it completely takes you out of a moment as a as a gamer that's so used to FPS games. Right, coming off of the heels of Apex, you're ready for the the combat, but this game is very different. Um, and it's unsettling and kind of I don't know it's a risk and I and I think that that I, I applaud them for taking that risk but I think it's difficult to get immersed because I'm looking for a crappy mediocre game that's just like every other thing but it's it's a little bit too different I don't know it, it 
I'm not looking for that in a game like Crackdown Three. I don't know. What do you What do you think? I was ready to tear it a new one. I foresaw playing it and hating it. Uh, but you brought up a good point. We had watched two playthroughs: one from IGN, one from Kind of Funny. And when you don't have the audio or the vibe of the game, and you're you're watching somebody else play it and listening to them talk about we it, we had a miserable time watching. It, it. It's disgusting. It's like this game is broken. It's it's gross. There's nothing there. It I was will say. Awful. It, it was better to play it, um, and the audio is pretty cool. The yeah. intro sequences are fun, yeah. and that's where I land, Andrew. Fun game, yes. Good game, no. Yeah. It's fun. It's entertaining. You brought up this point. As far as a first-person shooter goes, I mean, it's not even first-person, but yeah. also all your instincts out the window. Right, right, exactly. Literally, in fact, because you're just up and down verticality. <laughs> jumping out windows. Jumping out windows <laughs> and, and, and destroying buildings. And it's it, it you when you pull the trigger, nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. Nothing on the. You, you on don't the, you don't feel the gun. Like, no, no. It, there's no immersion. Whatever. Mm. Some people when they played Battlefield One, or even like it, it doesn't feel like I'm super immersed. It just kind of feels Battlefront One. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Super, just like I'm pulling the trigger, but it feels empty. Yeah. Crackdown Three is chaotic and vibrant. Yeah. But the way it looks does not equate to the way it feels. Yes. I know. That's that's the biggest takeaway. If you're nervous from watching it, play it. Very colorful game. Yes. Very in your face game. Yes. Does not the the play is fun. Yes. But not as fun as that. Right. You're you are going through Sunset Overdrive, one of my favorite Xbox yeah. exclusives. The color yes. and nonsense of Sunset Overdrive yes. meets the gameplay. Yeah, and it's more fluid and it, it runs. It looks pretty. It just yeah. It's different. Uh, Tim says, I will admit it's a sit down and just zone out type of game, but it's fun just killing a bunch of people with crazy guns. That's yeah, true. and I hate the lock on targeting. Yeah, I, I think like in a moment of zone out game, if I have nothing to do and I don't want to invest in like an hour quest on something, like yeah, it's a good. And Rocket League is so competitive. Apex is so competitive. I think it's a really good just zone out. No stakes at all. I don't care about KD. I don't care. I just want to like jump. So I, I'm with you. A free game that I play from Game Pass. Yeah. And obviously, I'll take a five. <laughs> it's, so if you didn't know, it's been in development since you were in the womb. Yeah, for sure. What makes it interesting is launching mid-February, you'd think it would have some space, and it just doesn't. Yeah. We're going to get ready to talk about what's getting ready to come out in the next three weeks. <laughs> God, it's, a lot, it's too much. Uh, but this game is only relevant, only relevant because of Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So as far as the news is concerned, Andrew... I'm not going to read an article. I'm not going to find one. They're all out there. Do what you will on your own. Game Pass is saving this game, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. To see an Xbox exclusive do well because of Game Pass, and so you might be thinking, well, duh, obviously. But as far as the statistic, statistics and analysis of Game Pass, a lot of players are checking out Crackdown 3. Yes. Which proves the... I, I wrote about this, actually. The the fruition of Game Pass and the, the right model that it is... But we're not quite at the right time for it yet as far as the cloud and streaming and everybody being on board. Yeah. People seem to be looking at Game Pass and trying things out. Mm-hmm. Crackdown 3 is the epitome of a game you want to try out. Right, right. But never pay $60 right. for it. Yes, and that's where developers can shine and that's where Game Pass can shine. And exactly. Game Pass, in my opinion, is has not shined that long. Yeah. Maybe has yet to fully shine. Yeah, I agree. But even when Forza was coming out, Yes, Game Pass helped it, but and you and I acknowledge that. Yeah. But the the industry didn't really acknowledge Game Pass statistical analysis yeah. of Forza usage yeah. in my yeah. experience. Also, Game Pass was it. kind of a joke. Exactly. Leading <laughs> to my main point, Crackdown Three, in my eyes, is the first main Xbox exclusive to launch on Game Pass, and that's really exciting. 
exciting but overdue. Yeah. And so I'm very excited yeah. for that to continue to happen. Yeah. So now I don't have to think, oh, right now it's $10 a month for Crackdown. <laughs> yeah. Not worth it. Yeah. But if you have other games on there, knowing that the Halos are buried yeah. in Game Pass, you can extract them for free yeah. whenever you want. I think that's awesome. No, it's absolutely awesome. So, and Daniel has a good point. He says Crackdown 3 was apparently the number two game in terms of activity on Xbox. Yes, it was. Yes. A ton of people played. That's huge. And I'm not huge. even mad that it's a bad game. I think that's beautiful. I think it shows developers if you have a game, you're going to get people to play it no matter what. And large amounts of people to play it. If you just put it on Game Pass, I think Crackdown 3, to me... I don't care what score it's going to get. I don't care how right. lack of a complete game. It's a great game to launch exclusively on Game Pass to get the hype it's around cool. Game Pass. It's it's hype. It's yeah. you feel a part of something. Yeah. You know when you load up, you realize like what Daniel said. Number two game in terms of activity, and you paid to be a part of subscription base. You know everyone has done that too. Yeah. You're not going out of the store and paying sixty dollars and asking your friends, "Did you guys buy that?" It's like we all have Game Pass. Let's just do this, man. Yeah. It's a part of something that I hope continues so much. And, and I, Andrew. Do you think Terry Crews is losing sleep over this game getting a six? Terry Crews is playing with his young son, having the time of his life. He's benching a thousand hard copies of Crackdown 3 uh, above his son's head. He's the best. Along that same vein, Crackdown 3 developers are Crackdown fanatics, and because the game's been in development so long, they were probably all just video gamers of Crackdown 2 at the time. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. They're not worried about busting numbers or right. sales. Absolutely. Again. Thanks to Game Pass. So I think that's cool. Yeah. Daniel brought up the good point about gamers and the order of games being played. Let's talk about the number one game on Xbox, Andrew. This is uh, the third news item as far as the second story mission of Woo! our campaign of the onslaught of the industry this week for Let's Microsoft. Do it. 33% of all Xbox gamers measured, I'll explain that, played Apex last week. Yeah. That <laughs> Two caveats. One is... That means they opened Apex at least once last week. Yeah. Second is measured. Yeah. And I believe it's a, a couple million, or maybe it's just a million, but it's randomly sampled Xboxes yeah. around the world yeah. to, to have a, a sample size yeah. test of what gamers are doing. Yep. 33% of all Xbox gamers checked out Apex. <laughs> I think that's awesome. The best part for me, honestly, uh -huh. loading up my Xbox and seeing one of the ads that said, Fortnite, get a free battle pass on us. And I was yeah, like... Yeah, that's how you know, <laughs> dude. And along that, oh, man. it's hard to do that. Yes. You have to do. You have to complete the hard challenges in Fortnite to get oh, it. God. So they, they're not... They're not quite <laughs> desperate on their knees, but they're fake desperate. And then once they get you in the game, like you have to do all these um, challenges. It just it just shows Fortnite, me Fortnite, you bunch of scoundrels. I shows I'm, me Apex pulling the punches. I'm liking that game less and less. Uh, I I think there was something in this news article. Um, according to our sample, more than three times the number of gamers who are currently playing Call of Duty Black Ops Four. <laughs> so <laughs> the chuckle. <laughs> Call of Duty is is operating at thirty percent capacity of what a surprise free game. Yeah. Is, is operating on, and I think that's beautiful. Yeah, and one of the things that um, was your brother had said about the things that Apex are lacking about cross-platform. And challenges. And challenges, and like um, I think cross-platform is a huge part of it, actually. I, I do I do think that's significantly, yeah. not hurting it, but I think it's something that they're, they're significantly for, lacking. For my brother's case, they, they have friends on PS4. Yeah. So they just do Fortnite. Yeah, no, and absolutely. They're yeah. not hardcore gamers. They're those people that attached onto Fortnite because yeah. it was Fortnite. But also at this point, man, I feel like Fortnite is so competitive with the building that like you can't play casually that much anymore. There was an official Fortnite tournament last week. Insane to watch on Twitch. They have a the camera moving around the yeah. map and the full-time announcers. Yeah. 
Ugh, I started to get sick to my stomach. I was like, what is this? <laughs> but anyway, fun. it's super cool to see people have their nation. You know, good on you, but yeah. it ain't for me. But we have a, a Apex side quest. Hit me up. With somebody else? Or, or oh, no, ours. ours. Oh, yes, we you're right. One. You're so right. We have an announcement. Media Interactive Live announcement. I was going to say, please don't say exclusive. It's not true at no, all. No, no, we're not. It's not. <laughs> announcement. <laughs> New gun coming tomorrow. Apex Legends. Announced Havoc. a couple hours ago. H-A-V-O-C. There is a tease on Apex Legends Twitter involving a 10-second blurb. Emphasis on blur. Yeah, for sure. Revealing what <laughs> looks to be an energy-chargeable... Shoddy, maybe? Uh, it was very weird. Dana says, world exclusive. <laughs> no, no, just announcement. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Um, I, that's awesome. Yeah, that's and awesome. I, I've been I've been talking as if that was going to happen, so mm-hmm. I'm glad it is. This is this is the first drop in the bucket of content yeah, coming buddy. in. And when I told the Fortnite complainers, I was just like, hey, you are right, but they are working on cross-platform, and there is a battle pass coming. And once solo and, and duos are in there? Oh, woo! game over, bro. That's game over. That's straight up just game over. Havoc is cool. I like yeah. that they're dropping a gun already. Yeah. I assumed that it was to be a player for a new character, but a gun makes sense. I, I, I'm I sticking by a new map before a new character, just for whatever reason. There, there's like a... It's like a bold prediction hot take on yeah, this. No, you know, people have like stretch goals yeah. or stretch predictions. Yeah. That's one of my stretch predictions. Nice. But yeah. anyway, the gun that the gun's gonna be cool. We sort of had hinted at that, um, almost in a negative connotation of you say you hope they yeah. don't get into a routine of just doing guns. Yeah. But I do think it's gonna be a very good thing. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's got some range to it. The tease was super blurry and yeah. weird. Uh, I would love a sniper. Yeah. A full on tank yeah. of a sniper. I'm just more skeptical to consistently added new guns. Like, I, I just feel like yeah. don't do sense. that every week. It definitely um, makes sense. But just one, this drop of new content gets me really excited. So I think it's propelling me through the skepticism of like, we get new content. That's really yeah. cool. I hope that like it's going to snowball going forward. Um, Andrew, we're, it's still so fun, man. It is. Oh, I love it. We're 46 minutes <laughs> into this podcast and we are not even close to being done. This is awesome. Welcome to the Thanks for sticking with podcast us. Podcast X Y and Z special episode 19. Thanks for sticking with uh, us. Guys. Along the Apex SideQuest Andrew, Apex Construct is the name of a VR game off of Steam. Shout out hey Seth, PC boy, you in the chat? Yeah. This game had a 4000% increase in sales. Because of people Googling or Steam searching Apex and buying the first thing that pops up. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's wild. I think that's hilarious. And, Especially yeah. considering the developer basically tweeted or, <laughs> or emailed somebody and said, we know people are going to refund when they realize this ain't Apex <laughs> Legends, but this is pretty cool. Yeah, that's... That's pretty cool. I just think that's hilarious yeah, news. Yeah, that's crazy. Seth says, I'm not going to be able to get my homework done tonight because you guys are going long. Seth, you're sticking with us, man. <laughs> that's fine. Do your hey, homework, bro. Priorities, bro. <laughs> priorities. Um, that's crazy. I mean, the, we were just talking about Titanfall 2 getting mad numbers. Yes. Their servers are maxed out. It's so funny. When you have an entity that is this successful, at least in the news, at least for the short term, I'm confident in its longevity, but you're going to have the the style of gameplay branch out to mm-hmm. where people are playing the developer's old game yeah which is that's a beautiful story yeah that's the equivalent of you being passionate about a movie director yeah so much so that you go back and support their student film yeah i think that's awesome it's it's huge twofold though andrew even the name the fact that the <laughs> the name is the name of something else yeah. leads to a four thousand percent increase yeah I mean, when I named this and came to you with the proposal to launch Media Interactive, yeah. 
There, those are two very common words in a very a lot of common places. Yeah. And for a while there, if you if you YouTube searched us or Google searched us, you could never find us. Yeah. Because they're they're not super unique misspelled or weird words <laughs> media interact yeah, yeah, yeah but just the whole apex thing i thought it was hilarious yeah um and it makes me think there's probably some author out there some book called apex yeah. that's like seeing a lot of traffic and this shows me too with all this combined with titanfall uh-huh, with uh-huh. this vr it shows me that this isn't a fluke caleb no this isn't some random case of viral sensations that just go away in a day and i think there was part of me that was like is this just like a viral twitch sensation but this game, I know it's still short, and I will hold my tongue for sure. But at the same time, these things that are happening, it just it just shows me that it's not a fluke. It shows me that they have something, and they're sitting on some potential there that is just driving everyone crazy. And yeah. it's and it's awesome to be a part of it. And it's awesome to see Respawn just, to, just go full. I, I, I mean, imagine that office scenario right now. Going to work in Respawn right now, you're having the time of your life. Understanding that sure. you're, you're serving millions of, 33% of console players. Of Xbox players. And that's just Xbox, too. Yeah. I mean, PS4 sales are massively above Xbox. So, yeah, all bets are off with that. Uh, super cool stuff, Andrew. Let's jump into the third and final item Ooh. in our campaign of news. But then we have to hit all oh. the new games oh. <laughs> coming out. Guys, we're in here. This is um, a marathon. Well, we've, we've gotten through one of Crackdown. We still have a bunch more to go. Here but we go, people. Here, okay, here, this is a breather. This is called a breather. Oh, Sony. Breathe. No longer shipping the PlayStation Vita. Ah. Hit us up in the chat. Where are you at on the Vita? And it's funny, uh, kind of funny games daily. Greg basically said, I've said goodbye to the Vita 10 different times over the last <laughs> 10 months. <laughs> and it seems like the more you hear about it, the more you talk about it, developers are done with it. Stores are done with it. Yeah. Now Sony is finally done it's with done. it. That's coming from a, a, a Japanese Sony website that yeah. says uh, sales ending soon or, or shipment ending soon, like directly from Sony. Mm-hmm. Did you ever? I mean, what? What? First of all, Andrew, what is your experience with handheld gaming? And second of all, did you have any interest in the Vita or have any questions about it? I have questions about yeah. who plays it, who hasn't. Um, <laughs> my experience with handheld games is just Nintendo DS. I love okay. my DS. OG. Um, I, like I was it. just always Game Boy, Nintendo DS kind of thing. Um, I was. I never had a PSP. I. You know. I, just, I need to, like, expose myself to more Sony things. Because I actually just, like, not even just biased. Like, I've just not consumed Almost any. ignorant. Yeah. Yeah, I just, like, don't know any. Like, when yeah. I hear Vita, is it, like, a PSP? It is. Okay. If you saw a picture of it, yeah. you would call it a PSP. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's the it's a newer thing. Dan and says the Vita was a great handheld. They suffered from not having those big AAA exclusives. I like Uncharted Golden Abyss. Yes. And so, literally, that, what he just said, it defines the legacy of the Vita. Oh. Really? Vi- uh, yes. Those words, those game examples, that expression. Yes. Huh. Um, Did you ever <laughs> consider getting one? I never considered getting one because, um, why actually? Oh, I had a 3DS for a while, and then yeah. a Switch. Yeah, I have yeah, a handheld easy. boy. That's easy. Uh, but also, that th- those games don't cater to me. The answer to who bought a Vita, not a lot of people. Okay. The answer to who still plays Vita, less. Yeah. Uh, is it like going to be a collector's item now to have a Vita since they're not shipping them anymore? Or no, is it just dead? It'll be a collector's item in the sense that it will not be looked back on as, I remember enjoying this. You yeah. still have this in your attic. When people come across a Vita 20 years from now, they say, what the heck is this? Gotcha. And then the story will be, it's a failed console, but it had its it had its moments. Cool. Kind of like a, a, an old Sega console. How, long, how old is this thing? How long has it been last? You know, let me look that up real quick. 
That's just that's just a great question. You want to vent? Uh, yeah, let me stall here. Uh, Vita, I, yeah, can someone just get me hip to anything Sony? Why well, call it a Vita too? You know what I mean? November twenty thirteen, so it launched right around yeah. the PlayStation four, yeah. and also there you go. Okay. That uh, they probably maybe they cannibalized themselves. Maybe I know the marketing on it was a little weird. I think launch was weak. Yeah. But handheld console wise, it was the thing. Yeah. No, no one ever knows what Nintendo's going to do, yeah. and that obviously came out before the three DS. So yeah. I I would have if I was if I was currently. If I was then what I am now, mm-hmm. when that thing was revealed, I totally get one. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, for sure. I'm with but you. But you, you gotta be a little bit of a Sony pony sometimes too. Sony pony is that is that like a coin term? Uh, it is. It's a very negative connotation. Oh, so I'm almost like embracing. Ooh, and I'm not a Sony pony. Being released originally in 2012. Daniel's out here fact checking you like Daniel. Like this uh, it said it said uh, November 2013. <laughs> um, there was a revision later that dropped the OLED screen. Daniel says. Oh, is that vision. what this is? Interesting. Daniel's got facts. I love man. him. Dude. He's a I, wise guy. I freaking Daniel. love him. We said it last week. Half the time he should be hosting. Yeah, um, very true. Man. You should be up here. Man. Yeah. All right, there you go. So, Daniel, does that mean it came out before the PS4? That's wild. That's so bizarre to me. But hey, to each his own. I guess that's cool. To each his uh, own Vita. To each his own Vita. There's probably only one. He said yes. Okay. So gotcha. says Daniel the G. That's your cool. new name, the G. Daniel the G. I love you, dude. Happy birthday. He's older. You know what I mean? He's older, therefore wiser. That's true. Since his birthday last Very week. Very true. Andrew, moving on with Sony News. Rainbow Six is free to play. That's pretty cool. For a limited time on I know PS4. Seth loves Rainbow Six. Uh, people love it. It's still making headlines, man. It's a really good ongoing game. I think it's the the most reactive ongoing game where every time there's new content, people seem very in tune hardcore fan base man it's a very intense shooter yeah um i I was just like i it was always too intense for me yeah um if i did one thing wrong i was like scared in a corner alone ruining my team's efforts but um if you're into the intense gaming rainbow six free to play on playstation yeah and xbox has done that before with weekends and stuff i think this was a glorified weekend thing uh thought it was very cool i know ps4 is changing their playstation plus and playstation now vibe Mm. a little bit i think they're starting to stray away from ps3 games Uh uh-huh coming up or, or something um, very interesting oh uh, Seth corrected me now actually Andrew I've gone back into my old Counter-Strike Go phase and Minecraft days R6 is a blast from the past oh you've moved past Rainbow Six alright Andrew wow there was something on my bucket list when we launched this podcast that I never told you uh huh the podcast I listen to, they do a thing called You're Wrong, where while they do the live podcast, you can go to this URL <laughs> and correct them uh-huh. so they can, and I quote, correct it live on the air for those for those watching live and listening on podcast <laughs> services around the world. That's what they say. Uh-huh. And I always thought, man, I'd love to get to a point where I can I can get corrected by well, people who care. we both got corrected. And Bucket by golly. Today. By golly. By the, golly. The combination of us being stupid idiots yeah, and them being selfless that's and true. knowledgeable. That's true. It's a beautiful recipe. Yeah, that's true. You know what? I, who I wish was here for this moment? Ro Ro. Ro Ro. If you're listening Gosh. to this in Canada, you know what? You I hope he listens to this later and just feels like super guilty. Like Ro, he's Ro. on a bus. We miss you. Or just like. We uh, love you. <laughs> we need you. We need you. We need Andrew. You. Last Sony news, and then let's jump into games. This is gonna be a long he said, podcast. I'm so sorry, guys. You guys are not stupid idiots. No, we, no, we love we, you, dude. We, we love you. We we are. We are. <laughs> we, we need love to you. be corrected, is what we're yeah. saying. This is yeah. a good moment. This yeah. is a great moment. Hey, now we're gonna correct you. We are stupid idiots. Yeah, um, we are gonna talk Apex, and it's a doozy of a conversation. Apex. Uh, I mean Anthem. I was like, I was we, wondering when I was gonna do that. I th- I honestly think you did it earlier, and I, th- I th- did think, I? Yeah, but it's okay because it made sense kind of in the okay. scenario. Oh, but oh, I was interesting. Like, I, was like, hmm. I told myself when I was driving over here, these are A's. Yeah. We got a bunch of A's. No, I think you did, but it's okay. 
We're going to talk about Anthem. Anthem. It's a big conversation. We're talking about Metro Exodus, Daniel. Daniel you know what I mean? More about your fingertips, buddy. Come Daniel, clutch. get ready. Come clutch, dude. Get ready. Uh, Just be start typing on but, Metro. And let's try to make this as brief as possible. Uh-huh. I wrote down, why is the PlayStation 5 stealing the future console conversation? Mm-hmm. No, There's no leaks about the new consoles. Mm-hmm. But anytime a, a, a news site tries to jump on board of the hype train for the new consoles, mm-hmm. they lean PS5. Mm-hmm. It's a picture of somebody fake designing a PS5. You know how you, yeah. get, you come across yeah. those stories? Absolutely. And I started to realize upon research um, and just kind of my own digging that people are always vague about Microsoft, you know, Scarlet and Scorpio yeah, and all these yeah, things. Yeah. Why is PlayStation 5 seem to get all the attention when people talk about future consoles? I heard you have some theories, man. I'd love to hear I them. do. Theory number one is practical. It's the highest selling, most impressive console of this generation. So it is the standard to thus look forward. The second reason sort of within that is... No one is expecting this console update to be super-duper revolutionary, mm-hmm. almost, in a sense, more of the same. Yeah. And thus, the PS4 Pro added a layer to the hardware. So now people are saying the PS5 is going to oh, look yeah, yeah. different or just add a stack, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mo- I, I, there's not even so much of a question or a judgment so much as a fascination by everyone just leans, what's Sony going to do, what's PlayStation yeah, going to do? Yeah, for sure. And the reason is, <laughs> and this is my third theory reason, Nobody knows what Microsoft is thinking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that I, Xbox I, One launch yeah. still makes me sick. Uh-huh. So the, with them pushing software now more and more, I think it's easy to gravitate towards PS5 because it's sense. easier to understand. That no, makes sense, totally. More In my mind. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts? No, I'm, I'm with Am you. Am I reading too much no, into news? or Not at all. Not at all. You're totally... That's the, that's the um, popular culture, easy consumer... PlayStation, yeah, and that's fine, yeah. and that's uh, and that's easy. X Cloud is, is streaming all devices. Who people just want a PlayStation, and it, and it is funny. Everyone's on board with calling it a PlayStation Five, yeah, but nobody can call Xbox. Yeah. So if you were to SEO keywords for articles, PS Five brings up everything, yeah. But Xbox articles, if they're being written, are hard to find because people are phrasing Microsoft's next installment yeah. or whatever project X Cloud is, or they call it Scarlet. Yeah, uh, no, for sure. But it is very interesting. Um, Sony, uh, we're expecting them to do more of the same, and thus they are getting our attention yeah. as to specifically what would happen under that. Absolutely, it's almost like Microsoft is leaning software, and they're beginning to specifically explain what their next console is going to do. Yeah, but we don't know the console. Yeah, and Sony's almost the opposite, hmm. where we know it's going to be a solid console probably. Yeah, but we have no idea what revolutionary is going to happen. Right. Guess what? They promised we could change our usernames. Mm. 2019. Yeah. Haven't heard a daggone thing about it. Yeah. Their PS Now lineup is has more games than Game Pass and more quality games, but it's still kind of not a lot of people use it. Yeah. Uh, and it's a lot of PS3 games, and so it, there's a lot of questions around it, and I find it very interesting because there's nothing to go off. I, of. I like the mystery. Yeah. I like. I oh, like, it's it's part of the process. I like the uh, I like the intense moment of thinking like there's gonna be a new console release announcement and no one's gonna know anything i hope it happens like do it i hope i hope someone doesn't get like leaked and it just like drops like apex right andrew it's fun to talk about consoles it's fun to be patient and vigilant and see what's gonna happen in the industry but there's a lot happening right now there's a lot happening today. so let's talk about these games coming out andrew anthem is out effectively blah early access early access and is being reviewed (laughs) and you and i got into a text 
not debate, but conversation. We got in a fist fight via text over so reviews of the game. We're no longer friends. Andrew's going to start his own podcast. Yeah. It's, um, called, it's called Podcast 1, 2, and 3. It's called Podcast Anthem Sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think it sucks. I'll preface. I do not think I'm it gonna sucks. I'm going to take that quote out of context <laughs> yeah, I know. and tease it on Twitter. Yeah, I know you are. I'm... You go ahead, then I'm going to go. Okay, okay. All right. And I almost have an official statement. I like. I typed it up. No, I love you it. You go ahead. I love... Um... I love your official statement. In the chat, hit us up. What are your thoughts on Anthem reactions? Go yes, ahead. absolutely. Okay, so Anthem, I, what we talked about after the demo um, is I love the combat. I loved it. I loved it. But there was still so much to be seen in the, in the efforts of what does this full game look like? What is the story? What is the world? What are the characters? What am I going to be doing as far as is this the mission structure of every mission? Um, and the things that I was seeking mm-hmm. has been answered for us via the internet. Mm-hmm. And there's still some to be seen. And I, I will say this because I didn't mention this to text. I do think that this game has enough potential to not um, to to sway me up more, sure. more so sure. than I than I communicated. Because I okay. think that like you're right about the roadmap to success for this game is there's high potential yeah. for what they haven't said yet. Yeah. Um, so what what struck me in these reviews? Uh, I'll just say it briefly was the missions were just that. It would just be that repetitive going out, killing enemies, coming back, making more loot, which is just like, you know, MMO status. You, you get that. The second thing, end game content so far is you get to replay the game with higher level enemies. It was It's like a game plus. You finish the game, and then in order to like continue to level up, you just redo everything you have. Number three, the story isn't there. And Bioware, for me, brings a lot to the... T- like, Bioware... I'm nostalgic when I just say the word Bioware. Mass Effect is it's really important to me, and a lot of games have, you know, Mass Effect has had its high moments and has low moments, but Mass Effect has always been able to drive characters really well. Um, and to hear that the story isn't there, those three things combined made me very dissatisfied, made me very skeptical, made hit the points that I was worried about that I expressed to you. Um, He's, Daniel says, I plan to play my 10-hour EA Access trial at some point. I haven't played the retail release yet. And so, and that's where I'm trying to find my balance. Yeah. How so, much do I... Yeah, go ahead. No, yeah. Like, what are you declaratively doing? How are you approaching this game? I'm pulling my pre-order. Okay. I'm waiting a month. I'm giving it a right. month. I'm pulling my pre-order. I'm going to say there is there is so much to be seen. And here's, here's experience. This is... So my experience with Destiny 1 was I bought it. And I hated it, and I returned it, and then twelve months later, rebought it. Now, should I have waited? Should I have not bought it? What should I have done? I think now, just in these situations, I'm like, I'm just gonna wait. I know, and and I'm just gonna wait and see. And so we kind of talked about the hype and the way it sways people, because I did say to you, and I said to you guys, I'm gonna pre-order it. Right. I'm totally gonna pre-order it. It's gonna yeah. be fun. And I've basically not gonna do that anymore and at first i was like andrew like why are you gonna yank your pre-order during an early access one day of semi meh uh reviews yeah and then i i i found it helpful and productive to start thinking about okay well what are reviews for yeah and and how can we approach that and think about that and what i realized andrew is i am so excited for this game yeah that's good the the aspects of the demo that sold me on this game are not the aspects that people are complaining about. Mm-hmm. So sure. these sixes, these fives, these sevens, these whatevers 
not only do I believe that are they going to change, yeah. but I believe that even if they don't change, I am personally still going to have my worth, yeah. have my 60 bucks. Sure. And I want to be Iron Man in an Avatar world. Yeah. If I am seriously a gamer in this world and other people are getting to be Iron Man in Avatar and I'm saying no, yeah. like, personally for me, yeah, absolutely, it's not negotiable. Yeah, I need huge. it. Yeah. To speak behind us here, our Destiny posters, I realize you and I are from two very different camps. Destiny 1 was trash as far as the story. I couldn't recall a daggone thing about it. Right. But guess what my favorite ongoing game is? Destiny. Destiny. Right. I am an MMO, FPS, RPG kind of guy, yeah. and I loved the weekly role yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Now, uh, Destiny 2 was fine. I did not stay with it. I'm not a fanboy, and I hate the paywalls and yeah. the grind being too long. Uh-huh. But, man... I, so I disagree with you when you say there's no story. Yeah. I think people don't like the story. Yeah. I think there's a difference there. Yeah, for sure. Um, Absolutely. And and one of my biggest supporting items is the game's not even out yet. Yeah. I, I think it's good that there are sixes right now because they might be fixed by Saturday. Yeah. And then they might be fixed by the Saturday after. We don't. We can't honestly know what the end game is like because the end game is life. Yeah. It's an ongoing end game. Right. And that's why I'm still motivated. Because, and honestly, it's a good thing. Because if they were getting eights and nines and blah, 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 I'd be scared that two months from now they would coast or start charging money or something. But if this scares EA, yeah. somebody who's who needs to be scared, into getting their act together, yeah. I can sign up for the DNA of this game yeah. and trust the development. Yeah. So that's sure. where I'm at. Yeah. That's not where you're at, though. Yeah. So we are very clearly at two different camps. Yeah. And so I was Im- originally frustrated. Like, frick, like, now I'm not going to play with Andrew. Yeah. Now I'm not going to get to play with Andrew. Yeah. And now I'm thinking, is that going to sway the way I think about the game? Right. So what I did was I went out to Twitter, went out to our people, said, friend me up. I need people to play Anthem with. Because yeah. our friends, I love them to death, but they're even more on the other side than you are, right. are skeptical. Right. And they really don't make a decision beforehand. Yeah. And I want somebody to commit with me so we can go through this journey together. Yeah. And I use the analogy of the plane crash of just like, <laughs> we don't know for sure that it's going to land, but I like the adventure of being there yeah. somehow. Yeah, definitely. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I want to get a review roundup. There is not one yet. Right, correct. People assigning, Absolutely. again, this is a journalistic dilemma. Yeah. Are you assigning a number after actually playing it, or are you trying to be the first one to assign a number out there? Right. I think there are a lot of variables, and people just need to relax. Right, absolutely. And so one thing I brought up was, Andrew, like, what if you what if you change your mind on Wednesday and then yeah. change your mind back on Thursday? And basically, and I said that you know the odds are not good that that would happen. Like, yeah. The reviews are going to be the same. Um, but then I realized that Andrew would just pre-order it. Yeah. And you said that. Right. If it's good, yeah. I'll get it. Yeah. And I just, had to get, I just had to get on board with that idea. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad we are actually in different boats so you can have an outsider's take on it. Yeah. I am going to have, and I realize this, the lens, the, yeah. the, the, the anthem lens of fanboying this genre. Yeah. Fallout 76, hardcore Fallout players love that game, even right. though objectively it's garbage. Yeah. Anthem's not going to be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I need to understand that it caters to me. Right. And so I'm very excited, and yeah. I hope people play with me, yeah. and I'm so excited to mess around. Even if the story's trash, even if the end game is dull, I know that flying through a waterfall and finding aliens is fun. Yeah, absolutely. And I can do that $60 yeah, worth. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll customize my guy, and then I'll just check every yeah. week, every day, what's the challenge, what's the bounty, what's the free, again, all free yeah, that's, update. That's the, that's the biggest incentive for me, and I'm like, yeah. this is one of the situations where I'm going to be so excited to bite my tongue. 
Sure. And yeah. it's, it's like, it's kind of that. It's, and I think for me, the camp that I'm in is, is buying it day one takes that away from me. It means I have to go down with the ship. I, I want to be to a place where I have to like bite my tongue and say like, dang, this game is really good. I'm missing out. Not being like, right. man, I bought it. I have to like and yeah. seek. And I realize like, it's not as if you want to be right. Right. But you're just saying this is where you're at. Right. And, and that's the subjectivity of gaming. That's your preference. That's the, what the reviews are for. Um, it's, yeah, it's very interesting. The, the good thing is there's going to be a community of people playing it. It's not going to just like tank to the ground. And I don't think anyone is wishing this game to tank. And I don't think people are people are advocating to never buy it. I think it's just like the the concept of roadmap games are getting a little gray area now. Do we do we wait for roadmap games? Do we not day one them? Do we day one them and then commit and then hope that roadmap is going to be successful? Um, do we just judge a game based off of the content that's already there? And right. it, there's supposedly a lot of content, and I think that um, the, the, the combat is fun enough. It can push you to do anything. Yeah. You know, it, it'll drive you through any boring story moments or any mundane quests because it's the combat. You just love getting back in the suit, like you said. And I, the biggest pet peeve is when people just call it another destiny. Yeah. No, because of the pay yes. model. Right, absolutely. And it's EA. Yeah. Motivated by past mistakes and now motivated by not so stellar reviews. Yeah. So and again, it's it's different from Destiny. The even the perspectives are different based on what you're doing. So, I I'm ready. I've been missing this. I yeah. haven't had my weekly game yeah. to go to. It's been all single player story stuff that right. I go to. Apex is perfect yes. to always go into. Yes. And I think that's gonna be paired good with Anthem. Yeah. Because I'm gonna it, it's gonna feel single player a yeah. lot, and yes. I, I have to accept that. Yeah. I know it's a multiplayer designed co-op experience, but it is just looks so good, and I love that trailer. I love everything about it. Um, so I'm on board, and I'm excited. Dang, excited but you won't be able to, to play right away because you're headed to Disney World, right? Yeah, you're gonna have to wait a week. Yeah, I'm gonna have to wait a week. Um, so we'll have to wait for your thoughts. It's, for it's a very interesting. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, and I thought about bringing my jaunt and. Wow, that's a that's exciting. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, especially because it's a freaking Xbox. Feels on Switch. No, yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm gonna try to avoid news. Yeah. And we'll be looking forward to hearing because I like I want to avoid as much news as possible and get your honest but again, opinion. That we already are at the news, right? Right. Yeah. It's so weird the yeah. tiered the tiered release and yeah. the nonsense that is their little yeah. here's your chart. If you're on this console, you get it then and then and then. It's like, jeez, man, Apex. Yeah. Apex is like you get it everywhere. Yeah. Yeet. Twenty five yeah. million players. Right. But anyway, yeah. We'll stay see. tuned. Stay definitely stay tuned. Yeah. Do I bite my tongue? Does Kato burn in this this plane crash, or do they, do they land? And that's and I think that's exciting. It is exciting, especially because my biggest argument is going to be, I think this plane will take off again, mm-hmm. but it might be eight months. Mm-hmm. It might be two years from now, mm-hmm. and I might not be around. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'll be interesting. You Andrew, might, yeah. uh, Metro Exodus. Daniel Tim asked Daniel if he played it, and he just said yes, sir. Um, oh, Tim, are you still in the chat? Is he still in the chat? Tim Johnson. Yes. Tim J. Yeah. All right. Well, let's 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 combine these two then. Uh, Tim, one of our listeners, wrote in this question. He said, uh, the newest game releases are Metro Exodus, Far Cry New Dawn, and Anthem. There's also Crackdown 3, but I have Game Pass. Which of these games do you think are worth getting? I'm not too interested in Far Cry, but I played Metro 2033 and a little of Last Light, so Exodus seems interesting. Mm. I don't know much about Anthem, Ooh. but if it if it has even a small Destiny vibe, I think I'd be very interested. Ooh. I just wanted to hear your opinion 
on the games of February? Wow, that's a big question. That's a really good question. I Daniel had his review prepared. Should we start there? Should we yeah, start go with ahead. Daniel's go ahead. review? Metro Exodus. Hit Daniel me. said, I think Metro Exodus gunplay is quite honestly not great. The series really hasn't excelled at that, but the combination of story, environments, and world create a really good game. So far, I like Metro, Metro Last Light more. Exodus loses some tension by not taking place entirely in the Metro, but I still have a long way to go on Exodus. Um, he's playing Exodus on Xbox One X, and he definitely recommends it. That was a really good review, Daniel. Thanks for your thoughts. Um, I think that, I think that is part of the tension and like the um, excitement of the game is being in those closed tunnel spaces in that metro. So having an open world scenario might be a less yeah. enjoyable experience. But uh, yeah, like you said, there's probably a lot more. So. The games of February. I mean, yeah, games of February. There's a lot, and Metro Exodus is an enigma to me. I saw a clip today of two bunny rabbits floating in a river on a on a tube, <laughs> and then somebody shooting them off of it. Wait, what? That's all. <laughs> that's all I have. That's all you it have was to a go six on. Second get like, yeah, I. It's a gift. Like I don't even know. Wow. I don't even know what that game is. Tim says he's thinking about picking it up on PC. Tim, that's totally fine. I don't know if you have a, a history with Metro. Apparently, it's a it's a good game, great yeah. game. Um, nothing revolutionary, but I don't know, Daniel. You can speak to this as well. If he's just now stepping into Metro, which I, 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 well, I guess he said he, he said I played Metro okay. twenty thirty three Redux and Last Light Redux. Yeah, I mean, if you're okay with a new Metro game that might not be as good, then then maybe. Yeah. Um, Tim, if you are slightly a Destiny vibe, the the development wise, Anthem is not like Destiny. But the, the pacing of gameplay is identical. Where there's going to be a weekly role, you're going to go in, you're going to have your character, and you're going to do these things together. And I know I'm a little biased based on our previous conversation, but I would encourage you to get Anthem on Xbox or wherever you have a, a, a core of people that can get in the game with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthem will deliver on the Destiny front. And yeah. nobody nobody's really contesting that, yeah. even in these reviews. Um I know the story, personal fulfillment of the individual player, it might be lacking, but... From what I can tell, the fun multiplayer potential of free play and flying around Anthem I think is great, and the reviews seem to to cater that, yeah. actually. That's, um, yeah. that's a good So I think that's good. Far Cry New Dawn. I would personally say pass on that, probably. I would pass, especially because Far Cry 5 is $15, yeah. as we talked about earlier. $40 for a half Far Cry game, just... Uh, Far Cry New Dawn. Unless you love it. I would say probably pass and wait to see what. Yeah, what I, I heard about. people are enjoying it, but it's a forty dollars. Oh, it's already out. It's a forty dollars. It. it should already be oh, out. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think it's already out. Cool. Um, I would say definitely Anthem or or Metro. Yeah, for sure over Far Cry, um, Crackdown Three. Obviously, again, yeah, it's on Game Pass, so it's a non. We don't even need to talk about it. Kind yeah. of thing. You can try it out. I wonder if Metro is um, on Redbox. I, I, I will say, ooh, that'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be so dope. Uh, I will say, Tim, uh, excellent question, and The Division 2 is coming out in March. I don't know if you play those games at all. It was originally marketed as a third-person Destiny. I personally love Destiny's play style, and I don't like The Divisions, so take that as you will. Whoa, look um, at this. Far Cry, New Dawn, Metro Exodus, Resident Evil 2, all on Redbox. RE2 is on Redbox? <gasps> oh my gosh, that just made my day. Dude, we have to play that. We have to play... I'm going to play Metro for Daniel. We for always sure. forget to check Redbox. Gah, it's so frustrating. All right, well, all this changes everything. We're going to try all these games and then have some thoughts about it. I am totally... Dude. Resident Evil 2 is dude, so good, Daniel dude, says. Dude, I might straight up 
Oh my gosh, it's snowing and icing here where we're recording in Northern Virginia. I might go. I might full send yeah, RE2 tonight. I wish I didn't have work tomorrow. I don't want to play it tomorrow <laughs> alone though. That's so scary. Yeah, oh scary. god, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I might try New Dawn. Heck it, who knows? That's awesome. Um, I would, I would buy. I would look into Anthem. There's a live action trailer, Tim. As far as the next game to buy, I do not see you getting a, a main release in March unless you really like the division. He said, he said, I really could care less about the division. Good. I like Amen to that. The first, and it was meh. Amen to that. Meh is the word opinion. that I would go for when talking about division. But regardless, boys, the take home message here is: whew, Good grief, man! It's February. Yeah. The furthest month from the action. Of video game industry as we knew it not even as we know it anymore but as we knew it yeah um it'll be very interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks andrew let's talk outros there are some media interactive logistics outros. we must run by you we did so much our though. dear just... listener Whew. 120 minutes andrew longest podcast ever and little, i love take it. A breather. you oh. take a breather i'll talk <laughs> here's the thing kids uh, mommy's going to Disney World next week. Mommy? That's me, I guess. Uh, you, you seem like a dad. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, real quick, who would be the mom and who would be the dad? I feel like I'm the mom, but... Are you the mom? You, wow, that look you just gave me. <laughs> it was a mom look. That, that was a mom look, come on. That was the look of a wife. Okay, <laughs> right, well, let's back up then. We have a no editing policy, by the way, so everything we record goes straight up. That's yeah, how you know yeah. we're authentic That's and stupid. That's how you know we're, yeah. So backing up then, Papa Bear's going to Disney World, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be gone next week. We have never skipped a recording. Whew. Tuesday was on a Christmas, so we did a little stupid Christmas special. Yeah. Hilarious. I it was funny. Yeah, I yeah. think we're awesome. I think we're awesome. Go watch We it. were the only ones who thought it was worth it. Seth says you're definitely Papa. Uh, okay. I, that's fine. I can get behind <laughs> that. I can get behind that. Uh, I'm going to be in Disney World. I, we do want to do something. Yes, we do want to do I want to try to come up with something fun to do around Disney World. Yeah. I'm a Star Wars fanatic. Yeah. So I want to find a stormtrooper and yeah. do something or something. I would love to see that, man. I will try to react and be present on Twitter, M Interactive XYZ, uh, and on our YouTube channel as I'm in Disney World. I might react, do yeah. a little yeah, um, thing. Me and Andrew will not be together. We're yeah. going to try to string together podcast remastered audio and release that uh, to our patrons over at patreon.com slash media interactive. Yes, sir. Um, a lot of TV and movies to talk about, by the way. Yes. Pretty crazy. Um, but also the week after, we will come back and, and we'll make sure to have content for you guys we're gonna have um, we're gonna if we take a week off and we have and we're gonna try to get some it's the 20th out, but... it's the 20th which is cool so um, i'll be in disney i'll i basically the goal i want to meet as far as patreon requirements and just our own productivity is concerned is i'd love for something to go up on youtube right, next week yeah to stay there so I'll, I'll do something at disney i might pff, i can review disney yeah we're the ceos man we can do whatever we want yeah absolutely. so i'll come up with something to do but either way when we come back we have a special if you have any cool ideas or something you want me to do at disney or if you have news you want me to react to live in a quick youtube video hit me up on twitter cpc23 or m interactive xyz podcast remaster will be coming out by march 1st and then division two beta I know we hate on it, but, but it's free to yeah, play, I mean, so all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we start to smile a little bit. I smile. I'll be back in town to, to play the tail end of the beta. Are you going to play the beta? Yeah, I'll play the beta. All right. So we'll have those thoughts. So that Tuesday will be good as well, jam-packed. Yeah. Uh, we'll be into Anthem at that point. Mm -hmm. uh, praise God. And we'll have stuff to complain about, stuff to adore. <laughs> the goods, man. Guys, thanks for sticking with us for so long. You guys are Y'all are so awesome. I love doing this so much. Um it's a beautiful truth not knowing where media interactive is headed um but at the same time knowing we're not going anywhere wow that's well said 
Thank I, you. I honestly, I have nothing else to say. Thanks, wife. You know what I mean? I was I was just about to call you Papa Bear. That's so funny. We should stop that. Yeah, we should. Um, you call me Papa Bear with those eyes. I'm just like, whoa, this is weird. Daniel says, thanks, guys. You guys killed it. Seth says, one hour and 30-minute stream. Seth, Daniel, Tim, Seth, everyone. do your homework. Daniel, get some rest after being right so many times in Tim, a row. Tim, let us know what you podcast, to, man. to get. I would su- oh, dude. I would, uh, uh, Daniel, if he ever supports a podcast. Tim said he's buying Metro right now. That conversation swayed him. Guys, Tim did. Dude, let community. us know. Let us know the games, Tim. That's freaking awesome. Gosh, let, I love our Let community. us know. Let Daniel know. Daniel's on our Twitter. You can, we tweet at him quite a bit. We can all find each other. We love you guys so so much whoa that was epic <laughs> see that's kind of like ooh. yeah that was awesome and that's what i was saying earlier i was talking about how like my voice changes a lot a little uh-huh. a little bit it does very weird yeah much love peace and keep on gaming